I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Well, hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast from the Front Row Network, the folks that love movies and love to talk about movies. And in particular, this show talks about the magic and splendor that is the Walt Disney Company. We are super into Disney, and we love to talk about it. And we've had quite the year. Uh, it's been a really fun year, a really remarkable year, and we're going to spend some time today talking about what we loved the most about Disney uh, and kind of Disney in our own lives in 2018. And then we'll look forward to a lot of really fun stuff coming up in 2019 in every area and every aspect of the Walt Disney Company. But my name is Craig, and along with me are my co-hosts, Brett Rutherford. Hello! And Vanessa Ferguson. Hello! And then joining us, she's been on uh, quite a few times, but my lovely wife, Anna McFarland. Hey! So, uh, I just want to start off by saying, and this is the unscripted part, but when we were talking about, we were coming up with these lists of like things from 2018 that... Uh, meant the most to us as far as Disney is concerned. And I would say one of my top things right off the bat was the two of you coming on board as well. Oh, I mean, oh my gosh, I'm getting my Mary, my Mary Poppins returns crying going early. <laughs> <laughs> this show, this show has been uh, really fun to do and just such a fun, it's cool that we have uh, a group to get together and talk Disney with and we're expanding the whole social media thing and just connecting connecting with other Disney people and talking to some of our guests and all of this would not have been possible without you uh, you guys coming on board and well, thank uh, the you show is so much more fun. Oh my gosh. It's making me feel very emotional right now. How long I mean was it was it our first thing was the Moana, Moana. that we were invited to, yeah. to and then and that was around Oscar time two years ago, right? Yeah. It was, it was around, I think it was so like how November. long have we been doing this? I'm sorry. Well, how about uh, how long? Over a year? A little over a year. Well, well, well since our first one. Right. But since being an official co-host, almost a year. Almost I a year. I think it was January. Oh, wow. so, wasn't it? Wasn't it My about, time um, I think it was the Cool Runnings uh, episode back in February is when we... It was when before Coco. that. It, I guess, it yeah. was when you and I saw yes. Coco and you guys right. had... You are, <laughs> you are right, and now we oh, have. Thanks, sorry, and we love Coco, but uh, but we are just going to go around the table and talk about some of the things that made us really grateful for Disney, uh, and some of the things we were excited for about Disney in 2018, and then uh, we'll look forward to the future. So, starting us off, that was my unofficial one. But Brett, why don't you start us off Me? with your oh, first oh. thing about Disney? There's no rules to this. I know. I know. And I try to keep it as brief as I can, but you know. Um, Actually, one of the finders. It's like a cross-reference. No, no, don't. Um, Actually, one of the... Since I didn't really, as far as my my Disney life in 2018, um, I didn't know if I would have a like park plan or go on a vacation. So one of the things that I was really looking forward to were the the all of the films that were coming up this year that were you know either Disney or Marvel or. Uh, no Star Wars. Yep, there was a Star. Yeah, we forget about that. One. But yeah, <laughs> it was, I, it was good. Wars. I did enjoy. It. I enjoyed. And actually, what I really enjoyed was the excitement of what is the next movie, and then watching it, and then maybe talking about it, and then not much longer, another movie was coming out. So I was excited the whole year about the whole um, lineup of films uh, that are under the. Disney umbrella or owned or, you know, that sort of thing. That was something I really in, uh, enjoyed the whole year. It's kind of like, you know, they sort of divvy, doled them out little by little. There was like, um, you know, what was, oh, um, uh, well, there was Marvel in, in February. Uh-huh. And then, and then, and then Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, uh, and then Wrinkle in Time. the same time. Yeah, so it was like each month there was something to look forward to. Except there was a little bit of dry spell from July to November, but that's okay. Yeah, well, no. In <laughs> August is when Christopher Robin came out. 
Oh, that's so, right. You know, and I, um, I love that Brett has seen every single Disney movie that has come out, this, including the Nutcracker. <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> Just so pretty. It's so pretty. <laughs> the story, maybe not, but it's so pretty. Oh my God. It's so pretty. Okay. Watch yeah, it. so that's kind should, of like, Should you just turn on the Nutcracker suite and just have the movie no, on? You know, actually, I talked That's with someone idea. who is very much a, a cinephile, anyway, a person who enjoys the cinema, and um, he said that um, actually the the storyline of uh, of uh, and the uh, the Nutcracker in the and the Four Realms is actually based on the actual Nutcracker, you know, story. Oh, so, okay, but maybe not the fourth realm. I don't know. He was. He said no. My, you know that he talked to someone who said no. That's actually very accurate to the story. Wow. But it was very beautifully produced. Okay, but yeah, I totally <laughs> agree with you. I mean, the if it wasn't Marvel, it was uh, Pixar. If it wasn't Pixar, it was Disney Animated Studios. If it wasn't that, then it was one of these live action, more side project type movies. We just saw Christopher Robin and it is so good. It's such a good movie. Um, and just enjoyable. <laughs> it's a parents are, movie. It's a big parents yeah. movie. Yeah. Your favorite line of the whole movie is saddles too tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> but I, I completely agree with you there and um, I don't want to steal anybody else's thunder but that was my first item from Disney, and I'm going to look at it more from the Marvel side of things. Um, and in particular, there was three MCU films that came out this year. And Ant-Man and the Wasp was a very fun film. It was probably, it was arguably the first female-led film uh, by Marvel and by Disney Studios, which is really important because we're going to have some really kick-butt girls coming up here very quickly with Captain America, or I'm sorry, Captain Marvel. And uh, with everybody coming to, to kind of play in that sandbox, and we're finally getting some of that representation in film, which is wonderful. Um, but I want to set that one aside and particularly focus on uh, Black Panther mm-hmm. and Infinity War. So there, I was excited for those because of two distinct reasons. Black Panther, because it became this cultural phenomenon, this cultural movement, highest grossing Marvel film ever, uh, by far, and so if you're looking at that, was a solo franchise of someone that you know is a kind of a tertiary character. It's not like a really well-known character, but just such a good message throughout that movie, such good representation throughout that movie, uh, and the cultural impact that that film has had. We're now discussing, you know, it's just nominated for uh, Golden Globes for Best Picture, and is it going to be nominated for that Oscar? Is Michael B. Jordan going to get recognized as Eric Killmonger? Is uh, Chadwick Boseman going to get recognized as Black Panther? Will it win an Oscar for Original Song? These are this is a superhero movie that we that is firmly in the discussion in several categories for the Oscars, and that is something brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, secondly, uh, Infinity War for me was that's the encapsulation of. 20 films and 20 films that I have Anna can uh, attest to this that I have geeked out on for the last decade Mm -hmm. this was the this was the (laughs) beginning of the end right and uh, we just had that wonderful trailer drop not too long ago for Endgame which by the way I called that yes you did I saw it. Someone said. I mean, it kind of makes sense. If you go back and one of the major lines is Doctor Strange going, Right. We're in the end game now. I mean, it kind of makes sense that it would be end game. But you caught that. But, uh, Mm -hmm. but, you know, that for me was just such a cool theater experience to have all those films wrapped into one. So to go along with your movies, I wanted to mention those two Marvel films in particular. That was my first uh, real excitement about the year about Disney. But anybody else have anything about the movies in particular? Anything that came out? No. uh, Oh, movies or specifically the Marvel? Either way. Sorry. Um, Well, I think, you know, with Black Panther, when I was doing just a little bit of research, it's like the fourth highest grossing film ever. Something I, like that. I would. I would it's imagine in, it's in the it's in the top five, probably right? domestically, because it didn't do as okay. well overseas as some of the other movies had. But I mean, the <laughs> they there were Wakanda Forever voter registration drives going on ahead of the midterm elections. Oh, and, wow. I mean, like this really had a cultural impact 
way beyond oh, sure, uh, yeah. any other film, truly probably any other film that came out this year in the, in terms of the audience that saw it. And it's because it kind of, um, when I was reading interviews for uh, that film, like everybody in some in ethnic diverse groups always gets tagged as, oh, that's a black film or that's the black actor. And in this movie, that whole cast was like the, it wasn't um, it wasn't like you were playing some kind of offset character that had to be a black actor. Like everyone in that film was a diverse cast, and it was just like it, I think it probably meant a lot to a lot of people to see that on the big mm-hmm. screen and to be celebrated. And the opportunities because of that, mm-hmm. you know, because of that was sure. so well received. Great. Well, can I say my exciting moment of the year, and I specifically wanted to put it in a podcast so I never forget, was uh, on my Disney solo day, uh, one of my three Disney vacations this year, (laughs) which I hope uh, I will not repeat (laughs) the next two years. Uh, Maybe I won't even go, just make up for having three. But I was by myself in the Magic Kingdom Got in the parade with the kids, of course, on the floor. That's the best viewing area for the characters. And lo and behold, who should come my way but none other than Steve Harvey. Hello. I got so excited. And I'll just never forget that moment. I saw Steve Harvey, so I'm just going to throw it out there now. Steve Harvey, if you would like to come on this podcast (laughs) and tell me about the moment you first saw me, we can exchange stories. Because it was miraculous. So that was one of the highlights of my year. I can see why. Yeah. Hello. Survey says... I loved it. <laughs> so there you go. That's that's my one for the year. You know, we should do an entire show uh, on solo traveling to Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? I think that that's. I mean, we've got two people that have done that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. and, you know, that's it's it's sort of a different animal because you're in control of your entire day. You have no one else. Uh, you know, so I think that that would be a really good looking forward to future shows and things like and that. I did not know he was going to be there. That was purely fate that brought us fate. together. Fate. Fate brought you together. Yeah, fate is kind. He did not. It brings to he those who know. love Steve he Harvey. He didn't know. No, but we saw it each other, and it was yeah. You, you actually made eye contact. I'm assuming he was I looking my so. way. I well, mean, of course he was. Of course he was. I was well, with that the is children. So. Cool. so. I was with the children. I headbutted them, put them out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. To get up into the front of line. Um, You know, and that reminds me when we went on our Disney trip, and we'll talk more about it later, but uh, the. when Tim and Kara were uh, at Trader Sam's and they thought for sure they saw Mark Hamill. It's kind of fun to see those celebrities around the parks and it makes it a little bit more accessible. And of course they want to be there because it's Disney World. Who doesn't want to be in Disney World? But Anna, do you have something that uh, you wanted to call out for 2018? Man, 2018, the big one for us was was visiting um, Walt Disney World for the first time with our child. And that was just incredible. And I was so nervous about it. And I'm so thankful for uh, Mary-Kate and Jake for sitting down and talking to us this year about their experiences, and that made me feel a ton better. And then just going made me, it was a, it was a huge deal because I would not done anything like that or take my child even, you know, remotely out of the state or into Iowa. So it was just kind of crazy to go um, and do all that, and it was just awesome. It was a wonderful experience. It's more than I thought it could ever be, and it was just truly memorable. It was well, great. You probably also determined that that he was yours and you could keep him, right. <laughs> depending, on, <laughs> depending on you know his response. Especially, I mean, the pressure on that child for Peter Pan writing Peter Pan alone. If he only knew, <laughs> only you know, knew. I'm leaving you in Lost Boy Land. If you don't, <laughs> <Sorry. That's laughs> so true though. I, like, like, so is he one of us? <laughs> when we uh, when we came back from that trip, I was explaining to coworkers that he's really he he went into the right family. He got born into the right family. Because uh, we'll probably go on that trip a lot. Yay. I hope in the next uh, few years. But it, always remember the first time and just the reactions that he had to mm-hmm. um, complete. To things I wasn't expecting him to have reactions to. I didn't know that he was going to love living with the land almost more than any other ride. Oh my gosh! Uh, you know How things. Cool. I find things that, like that so adorable. Yeah. He's adorable so anyway, but that is just so cute. <laughs> or you know, just like that, having that um, air of having a child with you, you 
don't care so much about what your fast passes are because you know what? If you want to go back and swim, we can see the fireworks on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We can do this. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it was it was just really fun and such a good time. And mm-hmm. uh, to Tim and Kara too that mm-hmm. came along with us, it, we we wouldn't. It was just so great. Aww. All the way through. Aww. And yeah. probably the best moment, actually, including Tim and Kara, is when he wanted to ride with them on <laughs> Toy Story Mania. And he goes, he goes, I want to ride with them. Aww. And so it was like the only ride that Anna and I did by ourselves that whole trip. And that whole time I was nervous, like, oh, man, he's over there with Tim yelling at him. <laughs> but, but that was a really cool moment, too. How cool. Oh, wow. That's good. Yeah, so uh, we made it through our first round. Yeah. Job, oh, guys. and I have just a little addendum. Let's see. Oh. Uh, no, oh. let's see. No. Uh, we back it, it up. No, no, no. <laughs> to worldwide 2018, what I read was Black Panther was the number two movie in worldwide in 2018. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Making over a billion dollars. Oh, yes. Wow. You know, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and domestically, it made more, than, made more than Infinity War, which is, to me, outrageous. It's uh, insane, the, the amount of impact that that film had. So, uh, Brett, uh, is it my turn again? I, do you want to go in the same order, or do you oh, want to pass it sure. over to? Uh, no, that's fine. Let's see. Well, in 2018, I didn't have a plan to go to a Disney park, and then I did, but that was changed. Um, I originally I was going. Well, I had really a really grand plan that I hope to do at some point. I was going to Walt Disney World on uh, on October 31st to do the very last Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. Party, and then I was going to stay um, into November so I could go to the very first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party. So, and I was going to watch. Oh, I was going to like go and I was going to leave the park on um, on Halloween and then get there the next morning and see complete transformation. Now we can all watch that online, but I wanted to see it in person. <laughs> that did not happen because well, we have you know life happens and we had to make a little changes. I had to help. I had to do uh, a little helping with my family, um, and uh, so anyway. So, but now. I have to, I'm replanning a vacation. Now I'm going to Disneyland, um, well, in December. Like when we're recording this, I'm going in five days, which is very hard to imagine. And I'm, if you can imagine, very excited. So anyway, that was, um, yeah, I had to, well, thank goodness I'm a Disney planning expert because, at least in my own mind, um, so I was able to switch gears and get ready to go to Disneyland for the holidays, which I highly recommend as well. It's kind of, I was thinking, I was thinking, Vanessa, it's kind of like you and you're uh, you going to Disney World. Well, it wouldn't be fall if we didn't go, you know. And now this is my second year to go to to Disneyland at at Christmas time in the holiday period. So I'm like going, oh, no, am I going to be that person? that wouldn't be the holidays if I didn't go to Disneyland. (laughs) What a terrible person. (laughs) Out of all the things you could do, going to Disneyland at the holidays is probably okay. Second year in a row. So it's your second thing that... That you were plant, you're in a constant state of planning your Disney vacation because I sort of entirely foresee that happening again in 2019. So. Yes, well, yeah, 2019. We'll not get there, but I'm yeah. Well, we have plans. We'll, we'll talk about that. You'll hear about that. It's very exciting. Yeah. Well, what's cool is um, that we had again not to sap on the two of you guys, but we did all those planning shows and it was really fun to get ready. Oh, it was fun. Because we all learned things. I learned things. Yeah. We used some of your tips. Right. uh, And, you know, we reciprocated all of that. And it was so great to have those... Uh, have those guests on as well. And I know that maybe that leads into a little bit of what you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Well, another thing that I thought was really great about this last year is we had some stellar guests throughout the year. Like um, really important people. Really important people. Um, well, of course, you, uh, Anna, you men- mentioned Mary-Kate and Jake with their parenting expertise advice. We had Dominic Cellini. Of course, we've had Lou and Donna on a couple times. And then Justin from the Disney Dad. Uh, mm-hmm. was so great, so kind. And then the Disneyland foodies sisters, uh, Jenna, Amanda, and Kara, they were just so great. It's it's so nice to know that there's other people in the world, not just locally even, but in the world that think like you when it comes to Disney and that you're not insane. So, <laughs> or at least did we get a group rate. Right. <laughs> so 
uh, you know, if I could just say you know, a big thank you to all them for for coming on and, and sharing their experiences with us. It's just been a real delight. And I really look forward to next year as well of who we might have on mm. as guests. We'll see. And that's what's great is that, you know, a lot of it is just asking for an hour of their time. And they're so generous to do that. And even locally, like I learned so much from Dominic about animation. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. He yeah. is such a wealth of information right here mm-hmm. locally. And then we, we reached across the country to talk to the Disneyland foodies. Mm-hmm. That all happened within the span of like a month. It's so mm-hmm. cool that yeah. podcasting as an avenue opens up that many doors to all these people. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things, it didn't necessarily make it on this feed, uh, but Jeremy and I got to cover St. Louis Comic-Con. And one of the people we talked to during that was Tom and, Thomas Ian Nicholas, who played Walt Disney in oh, well, that Walt yeah. Before Mickey right, movie, sure. you know? So, like, those little things, too, and those opportunities, uh, having this podcast has definitely helped with that, and, and having those guests make the episodes so much fun and so enjoyable, and we're so grateful to all of them, for sure. Um so, yeah, absolutely. What about you, Craig? What's your second round item? Well, to go along with what Anna was talking about, to go back to our uh, trip and the big trip that we took this past fall, um, we I finally got to experience, and I know it didn't open in 2018, at least the first one didn't, uh, but I got to experience the two new lands at uh, Disney World. And so Ooh. Pandora, the world of Avatar, and then the one that did open this past summer, mm-hmm. Toy Story Land. And both of them, uh, first of all, If I had to pick between the two, I would 100% pick Toy Story Land. It was just being there with my son, uh, the theming of that place, the food was out of this world. It was so good, and the rides were just a lot of fun. Yes, they could probably use some more shading. I think they're working (laughs) on that kind of thing. Uh, It's probably some of those things are a work in progress, but just so enjoyable. And then Pandora is a sight to behold. Um, I wish that we had more time there at night when we were there just to experience the magic of that whole area coming to life. But talk about good food. Two of the best places we ate uh, this last trip were Woody's Lunchbox in mm-hmm. Toy Story Land, a quick service meal that you can mobile order, and Santuli Canteen uh, in Pandora, which mm-hmm. is also a quick service that you can mobile order. Okay. I would almost do that uh, any trip I went. I mean, you know, it almost like to me, we were ta- oh, we kept doing this debate all year about the dining plan. That quick service meal, those those places, they're really stepping up their game, and it was wonderful. No, it's um, different. It wasn't the same thing that you get everywhere else. They, I like how they picked something that was unique, and I just I can't speak enough about it. It was so good. Yeah, and we talked a lot about those uh, two areas in particular in our trip report, which you can go back and find, but Flight of Passage mm-hmm. was just incredible. It's just an incredible ride, and Anna shared her experience because she's someone that doesn't necessarily want to do those kind of thrill rides, but you enjoyed it. I did, and yeah, I, um, thanks to our friends, Jim and Kara, who said that they, they, they know my, what I can do, and they said, Anna, you can do this. <laughs> so I, I was brave, and I'm so glad that I was because it's, it was the best thing I've ever been on ever. Wow. Yeah, and I'm confident in saying that. It was just incredible. And I remember turning to Kara and saying, oh, my gosh, you can smell the dirt. You can smell the the dirt coming off of the animals because you're that close to them. And that they had such attention to detail to think of that. I just just blows me away. I'm so glad I did that this year. Science the way that it is, it is probably still possible that in our lifetimes we could all at some point touch down on another planet. But if we can't, this is the next best thing. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, this really transported you off this earth and into that world. Uh, and it made me really excited for even the sequels. Wow. Yeah, was... I didn't do it because I, I get motion sickness a little bit. And I, I don't know if my little, what are they called? Your little banshee. Banshees? My banshee yeah. comes with a, a bag. <laughs> a doggy bag? <laughs> Yeah, a, a, little, a little puke bag, but, yeah. uh, you know, wow, maybe, maybe I will do it now. I'll just yeah. dramamine we, that up. <laughs> we talked about this in, our, in that episode that we recorded previously, but but it's like if you've ever done Soren before, it's very similar to that mm. effect. And I did find myself, there's times that I had to close my eyes because it was going too fast, um, but I didn't, yeah. once I did that, I was completely fine. Just, cool. just I do the same enjoyable. thing on Soren. I just yeah. close my eyes. Yep. And you're good. Yeah. Well, Anna, do you have a uh, another thing that you were looking back on 2018? Yeah, I was. Um, I really enjoyed watching Christopher Robin. Um, I was hesitant to watch it because I knew that um, I, I heard a lot of comments about how sad it was, and 
um, some of the, the subject matter was, was um, hard. And so, but watching it, it was so good. And I loved how it, it tied back things that you know from Winnie the Pooh series. They kept that very clear and consistent and made it adult to where it's like all those old child stories that you know but then once you're older you realize what it really means or you have a different look on it and I just thought it was so neat and so well done that I really enjoyed it I'm glad that that was there that they did a nice job absolutely it kind of it's funny because Winnie the Pooh in particular like there's the whole Tao of Pooh mm-hmm. and, and all of that like it it really has some amazing life lessons and it definitely is a parent movie for yes. sure for sure, a parent movie uh, about growing old and and um, still holding on to those childhood memories and I mean just growing everything up. about it. Growing just, up, just yeah. Growing, growing older, growing mm-hmm. up. Sorry, growing old is an option. Well, yeah, is a choice. Growing, right. uh, growing, yeah. But where I want to, I want to go deep there. Right. Anyway, I'm like going. Growing up is not an option. Growing old is. <laughs> Wow. So, through our second round, Brett, that means we're back to you. Wow. Well, thank you. I'm like going, that's so kind of you to, to have me go first. Let's see. Um, well, I think everyone's going to talk about this. And get your tissues ready or your handkerchiefs because, again, and I think we've talked about this, that spending time with my fellow Disney friends here and and talking to people around the U.S. now um, it's, but it's one of the, it's one of my favorite things for this whole year. You know, we all, we all have our, you know, our old, our inner Disney life, which <laughs> is that a thing. And, uh, but you know, that, that we have found, you know, our, uh, uh, compatriots anyway, people who enjoy the same thing. And it's been a great pleasure this year doing that. So, oh, and if I may speak internationally, I just wanted to give, I got a Christmas card from my Canadian friend Jen, which is, you know, should, should be in quotation marks, because I met her at D23 Expo. Oh, click, click. Yes. We, all have, we all have glasses <laughs> this time, yes. so we can all actually anyway, click. Yeah, click. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's a thing. It's you coming up to go again. back to the other one. Yeah, but I, you know, so that was, you know, someone who I met at D23 Expo, because... Uh, and, and anyway, so now we have this, you know, this, on, you know, this ongoing friendship and we are looking forward to seeing each other again. So anyway, so shout out to Jen in Canada. Um, and, you know, that's the power of social media, too. I mean, I'll plug their po- uh, your group that you started, this Fan Central for our kind of region and then our um, Beyond the Mouse Facebook groups, to be sure. But I'll always plug that Disney Dads Facebook group because what's cool about it is like, you you get to see these people as they're getting ready and planning and everyone at some some point in time is in some stage of planning or going to Disney World and a lot of these different Facebook groups and things so you're constantly seeing pictures from the parks you're constantly getting to interact with these people and whether it's through the podcast or social media in general or those kind of fan events it's really cool it's a great community to be a part of and it's so positive like it's not you can kind of go into those groups and assume that you won't have to deal with some of the daily news that you get berated with, right? Mm-hmm. And well, that's and what's have really cool. All these it. vicarious trips, you know. Oh, yeah. Even locally, there's so many people that are going, you know, and you see them on Facebook and other things. It's kind of like, it's very cool. But yeah, back to, yeah, Disfin Central, I wanted a safe place because, you know, because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we can talk and now we do talk about Disney a lot, but this, what Disfin Central was a place where, you know, it was a safe place for us to completely Disney geek out. So that's where we do it. Mm-hmm. And other places now too. It's okay. It's all good. Yeah. And you know, Brett, I'll go uh, next for my other item because you're a real reason for this. You have been pushing Vanessa and I to uh, read more about Disney, to look into books and audiobooks and interviews. And I've learned a lot more about Walt Disney as a person this year. And that's something that I think is really uh, been interesting to learn. I, I've listened to most of the Neil Gabler book at this point, and like Brad and I have joked about, that book is very detailed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you learn a lot about that. But there's more Disney documentaries out there now. There's the wonderful one on Netflix that's narrated by Dick Van Dyke that you can go out and check out. I haven't actually haven't seen it yet. I've I only seen the trailer. It. I saw that you watched it yes. the other night. Um, and yeah, so there's a lot of opportunities. Outside opportunity. his window. His <laughs> right? I'm like, why are you watching, <laughs> watching it? Right? Social media is a little crazy. Right? No. What's going on here? But. <laughs> 
diving deeper because, you know, you hear, you either hear things about Walt Disney as though he was some kind of saint or god among men, or you hear the people that were like, oh, he was truly anti-Semitic and he hated all these different groups of people. And I think much like everyone ever, the truth is in between those uh, competing ideas. And so to learn about how his history uh, shaped his life and framed things um, that maybe I didn't agree with what he did. Let's talk about things like the blacklist in Hollywood. But when you understand where he was coming from in his upbringing and how he got to that point, I think that that helps you understand the man more and to understand and realize that he truly was a human, right? So he did make some bad calls here and there. Um, you know, obviously, he he died of lung cancer uh, because one of his faults was the smoking throughout all of his life, which was different back then. But, you know, just these little tidbits that you learn about Disney and, and Walt uh, in particular. And all it's the positive eye-opening. things, too. And all the positive <laughs> things. So many positive things um, that you learn about the company and about the relationships that he had with people and the, the reason and the passion and the drive for why he did it. Uh, it was really cool to learn much more about the man this year. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to revisit too. And yeah. that book you can delve in on multiple times because it's, yeah, it's, there's, it, there's a lot there. I will say my audiobook listening has went down since the uh, grass does not need to be mowed as much. <laughs> yeah. um, mowing grass oh. is like mowing grass with audible on double speed is perfect, perfect <laughs> way to get through How cool. lots of audiobooks. Wow. So, um, I wonder, so I was seriously, cleaning the kitchen and cleaning yeah. the kitchen. Cleaning the I was doing that yesterday. <laughs> I had my earbuds well, in. I so glad so. to give you... I seriously, <laughs> I was wondering how Craig did this because he's always talking about these books that he's just like whizzing through, and I'm like, how does this guy find time to listen to all this? I stuff? listen to every podcast on one and three quarter speed, and I listen to every audiobook on double speed. So that wow. helps uh, because most of the time, I mean, the narrators, particularly with audiobooks, they're kind of into themselves, right? So. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to move along here and uh, go with uh, one more thing from my trip this year. Um, Just... Just because I think it's it's something that um, maybe others wouldn't think to do. So um, usually when you're planning your Disney trip, you're you've got this agenda and everything is timed out, and you you, you know this is your one big trip usually. So you have all these things except this. You can I know. I know. It's it's unless turn. you have three. Unless you have three. I know that's what you're going to say, but I've already said it. No judging. No judging. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this is your big event. So you have all these things that you want to accomplish. And what I found to be just so relaxing and rewarding was my, my quick trip to the Grand Floridian for afternoon tea. Um, it, I went with my mom, so that made it extra special because she's hilarious. And, um, you know, it was, it's just, it's, um, you know, you can relax by the pool, but there's kind of like this energy with being by the pool where it can be noisy and there's like this buzz. Everyone's all excited. Mm -hmm. And the Grand Floridian is just very relaxed and very mm-hmm. chill, and you have tea, and it's great. And then during the tea, uh, Cinderella and Prince Charming came down the staircase, and they danced in the lobby, and then the big band starts playing, and they play all these jazz standards, and they play Disney music, and you have a professional pianist on a Steinway playing in the lobby. It's just a very... Um, I think kids would enjoy it, but it's very good for adults or maybe if you just want to change the pace a little bit during your vacation because the rest of your vacation is probably going to be pretty pretty fast and this is a different kind of energy. So uh, that was a really great experience. It's one of those things, I, and I'm sure you guys all have this, where you, you see something and go, oh man, I'd really love to do that. I can't do that on this trip. Mm-hmm. Maybe yes. someday in the future. Someday. And mine came, this was me last year. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, someday I'd love to do that. And then a year later, I made it happen. Yay. So, um, Congratulations. Yeah. You know yeah, what? With the, uh, with the direct flights and everything from uh, Springfield, let's just plan like a weekend. Let's just go down there, the do that, that the come back. Yeah. Do it right? Vanessa style. Yeah. <laughs> Just take no prisoners, go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but I know I know Anna would join you for oh, sure. I'm gonna oh, okay. do that so bad. I'm Girls like you. trip. Yes. And, you're, no. and you both like Main Street oh, so no, much. Yeah, I love Main Street. You can hang out on so Main good. Street. How fun is that? Well, what about, yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, bye, fellas. Finish the podcast for bye. us. We gotta go. 
Brett, walking right down the middle. Brett and I are going to Disneyland. We'll, uh, that we'll is do so hard okay. to do, though. Once you have your list of things that you always enjoy doing and going back to, it's hard to remember those things. And I said, ah, I really want to go do that tea yeah. and to, to make time to go do it. So yeah. that's awesome. Well, what about you, Anna? Anything else uh, from this year that you were can recall? Yeah, well, I don't think we can go go through 2018 without not talking about Mickey's 90th birthday. Because Mickey turned 90 yes. and Minnie yeah. turned 90. And what a neat thing. Like, it was just really neat. And, and I... Um, I, I, I teach kids tap is one of the things that I do. Um, but in working with them, I thought it was so neat that they understood Mickey's 90th birthday. Because we do stamps at the end of class, and we're talking about... Um, I said, you know, you have Mickey this week because it's his birthday. And they knew right away, oh, thank you, because, you know, they just have this understanding of what that means. And I just think it's so neat that we have that um, in our community, in our culture, and um, it's just a neat thing. I just enjoyed it. Absolutely. From a pop culture standpoint, there are there are hardly any characters or people or anything that have the, uh, the longevity mm-hmm. and the impact and the cr- cross-cultural uh, ability to go across continents than Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, um, and it all started with a mouse, right? Stas, so. I told you not <laughs> to make me emotional <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> he's like two seconds from sitting there having a full-on meltdown. Oh no more emotions. Yeah. I should say that the uh, behind the podcast, uh, at this point, when this drops, all of us would have probably seen Mary Poppins. So we should say that's why we didn't mention Mary Poppins as something for 2018 uh, because you'll be hearing a lot about it in 2019. We're going to do a full disclosure and all that. That should probably be the first episode when we get back on oh. New Year. And you uh, might even see something live, you know, between yes, now and then. We're so no hints. Well, I'm so sorry, there was a hint. Brett. Um, <laughs> But now that we have put 2018 behind us, we look forward to 2019, and we just I just wanted one item uh, amongst all of us that uh, each of us are looking forward to in 2019, and if we don't get to some of the big, 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 big stuff, then uh, I think maybe we'll mention that as well, but I'll go ahead and start it <laughs> off. One of the things that, of course, I, I'm, it was hard to pick out this list, right? But the thing I'm the most excited for is actually Disney Plus and the Disney streaming service. Mm-hmm. Learning more about that uh, because they do have a shareholders meeting in April. We assume that we'll get a lot more about pricing and we'll get uh, some more content details. They're starting to do casting calls for those kind of things. They're starting to make uh, cast the leads and everything in these these new series that are going to come out. And I just think it's going to be such a cool possibility of things that they can do and paths they can go. We talk about wanting some of the Vault of Walt stuff and the Magical World of Disney stuff and and all of this that they could possibly be putting on the streaming platform. So I'm excited to see where that goes and excited to give them my money monthly starting in the (laughs) fall or winter of 2019 as part of this streaming service because I think it'll be really cool. One last thing there is I just started watching Mars, which is the um, it's a series on Nat Geo, and this streaming service is going to encompass Nat Geo as well. So that's even a different. It was a really cool series. If none, of, if any of you have the opportunity to watch it, it's kind of like a, a cool docudrama where they do part of it as like real life interviews and part of it is like a fictionalized colony on Mars. Um, but that's the kind of stuff that we'll be able to get streamed right to us, uh, original content from Disney, and I'm just really excited to see where it goes. Yeah, yeah so that's why I am too, big time. That's my 2019 uh, excitement and what I, I'm looking forward to, but we'll switch it up and we'll go with Vanessa next. Okay, you guys. <clears throat> I had a dream last night. Okay. And I went to Disney World and met Tim and Jen Tracker. <laughs> I was so excited. Now, could this be a premonition? Maybe. So if, if that comes true, that will be my 2019 uh, event that I'm looking forward to. However, if I am not psychic, I will just go with Toy Story 4 because that's also going to be very exciting. Maybe not as exciting as the dream I had, but still very, very exciting. Still, does, anyone else, does anyone else have, I mean, do you have like park dreams? 
Oh yeah, yeah. all, all the, time. the time. You know, all the time. And, but are are they the real park, or are they like your interpretation, or like your fantasy park, or something? Because there's like yes. a fifth park in Disney World that I go to all the time. <laughs> it's kind of that it's you like swear this, It's like it's a combination, you know, water attraction and something else. I'm like that is going so cool. anyway. It's like weird. They probably like, don't know this story. Oh my gosh, this is such a good story. I did. I ever tell you guys I dreamt a. a, a a vacation to Disney World. Mm-hmm. And not only that I dreamt it as a child, but uh, I didn't find out it wasn't real until at my graduation party when I was like 18 years old. Oh my and we, I was, oh my I was talking about it and bringing it up and my mom was like, we didn't go then. And I was like, yeah, we did. And I, I mean, I went into detail because wow. I remembered this dream so vividly. And my mom was like, that was great because it was like the cheapest trip to Disney World, <laughs> you know? So were you with anyone else in this? No, thing? yeah, my whole family. Okay, because yeah. I was going to suggest that maybe you're just astro traveling and, <laughs> and that's why you remember it so clearly. I, I remember the, uh, the the thing is though I remember the I remember the older lady on the plane who gave me <laughs> oh some, wow, oh gave some crayons because I was like kind of <laughs> whiny. Um, I remember distinctly like my dad going on to Splash Mountain with me. Like there are there are certain things Whoa. about that trip. I like one night I unloaded on Anna with all the details <laughs> of this trip. It gets and, weird. Uh, <laughs> it gets weird. I held on. No, to we that. don't judge. We I don't held judge. on to that for like eleven years probably. Wow. Um, and. Yeah. <laughs> wow. There was a part there. Sad Craig history. There was, I was a bubble boy for like about a month or so uh, mm-hmm. because I had asthma and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if maybe that's when that happened. Wow. But I held on to that and, and it became part of, because I did go to Disney World as a kid with yeah. my grandparents, but my parents never were there with me. Oh. So it's just really the interesting. Mighty they were. Dream yeah. life is so, real. Yeah. For yeah. my birthday. I would like you to write out every detail <laughs> so that I can read it and try to understand what happened. That was good. To your brain. You're going to no, psychoanalyze me. It's yes. great. It's yeah. great. Oh Absolutely. Well, oh, see again another little thing that we are all. Uh-huh. But yes, yes fine was, with our Disney dreams. Yeah. I'm oh so gosh. excited for Toy Story 4 and uh, for those films that are coming out. But that one in particular, I mean, when you have interviews by Tim Allen and by Tom Hanks who say that they're having a hard time reading the last scene, like, that that terrifies me a little bit. But at the same time, um, I, I will be honest that I, I wasn't necessarily... I thought Toy Story 3 was so perfect and a perfect ending... And when I heard the script that uh, Lasseter was coming up with for Toy Story 4, where it was going to be like a rom-com between Woody and Bo Peep, I just wasn't into that idea. And, you know, obviously things have changed with the Pixar studio, and it just seems like they they really do have a better script moving forward, and I'm excited for all that. The teaser was really fun. Having Key and Peele involved in it now, too, that's a really fun uh, thing to, to throw in there. So I think it'll be a really good film. Well, are we ready for mine? Uh, okay, 2019, glasses ready. Um, what I'm looking forward to, what among the many things, and we could go on forever, but anyway, I was only allowed one. So um, I'm looking forward most to, in 2019, is D23 Expo in August. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, from August 23rd to the 25th, and I certainly hope to be there. And hello, Jen, we're going to have a great time. Actually, Jen at D23 is have it. She and her husband have the sorcerer package. Oh my! Not goodness. jealous. Not jealous. Oh my gosh! So I can't wait to hear. Wasn't it in that. your cart for like a second? Didn't you think well, about it? Well, she because well during the whole time that the purchase um, about that time there was this whole kind of question of if Canadian. Um, D23 members were a real thing. So, <laughs> no, really. No, really. For a short... Wow. That's a whole other story. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm like going, I didn't know if she was going to be able to log in or get it. So I went online um, and logged in and I, I just sort of... I wanted to check to see just just casually see when it started and all this. And because I was on the site during the time that they went live, I went live. And so I'm like going, I was having a moral crisis of how I can, you know, how I can, uh, you know, is it $2,500 or is it more than that? 
I think yeah. I was thinking it was about that. So for those of you that don't know, the sorcerer package, <laughs> instead of Brett having to look like a, a refugee in the yes. uh, in a Disney barracks, um, you get front of the line access to all the panels. Everything, you get yeah. uh, merchandise access early preview um, night. You get a preview night, yes. like all the stuff. It is uh, yeah, that's the way to, to go. But it sells out even at a high price tag. It sells out nearly instantaneously. Right? Yeah, I think like within eleven minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that was that was yeah. Uh, but I did not, I did not uh, uh, get to make that purchase. But I did check with Jen immediately following, and she made the call, and so she and her husband were going. So, very and I was trying to log in for her. Very, as a very kind American Disney friend. So. That's right. <laughs> but That's yeah. right. Got to help out those Canadians sometimes. So, Anna, what are you looking forward to in 2019? Uh, I'm looking forward to more live action films. I'm um, really excited by the Dumbo trailer. I think that that's going to be a really neat storyline that's going to make me sob like a baby. And Vanessa's already. <laughs> I know. No, I will need a glass of wine and some Prozac to get there. <laughs> Judging by the trailer, you know they, they have wine at the go. AMC uh, on Dirksen. They and have I will, wine. Now. I will have it. Let's go. I'm all about it. Um, and uh, but just I like the live actions. I really do. I, I enjoyed Cinderella so much. I enjoyed mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast so much. Yeah. I just I really enjoy those films, and I like how they've all kept that same storyline, but they all have updated. They've all had a little bit of, of modern in there, but true to who they are. And I just I'm really excited for it to see what they do coming next year because they have yeah three Lion King and Dumbo and Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah, and what's really interesting too is, um, well, for some of us at the table, um, these are movies from our childhood. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Brad is so offended right now. I have no idea what you're talking. My tires will be slashed. Brad is still a child, so right, that's, uh, right, but childlike. Yeah. Yes, but some of us were literally Children, five, yes. five, six years old when these movies. Were I was able out, to so. drive myself there and. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I said some of us. Oh, now I'm so I am not of defense. I'm not being defensive at all. Please continue. <laughs> well, um, no, that's all I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm really excited for those two. And I got to say, Tim Burton scares me because he's very stylized he and all that. Yes. Um, but I, the trailer looks really good for Dumbo. And I think that those tales and those stories, I think one of the best, and I've said it like three podcasts in a row, I think, but one of the best part of that is that we are updating it with uh, the cast that makes sense for those movies. Yeah. And so you can't really watch Dumbo and see those like pseudo racist birds and be like all that great with it, but this will fix that and right. it'll give Dumbo to a new generation. Right. Um, and, you know, I think that that's what's great about these live action uh, remakes. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I can't wait for Song of the South live. I, <laughs> I don't think that they're going to do that one. Uh, Sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> for a second. They haven't announced that. I'm sorry. Just kidding. Back to your yes. Go ahead. But uh, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to those. So, um, did we all go around for 2019? Wow, that was quick. We, we I, I think that we should at least throw out there because I think Brett and I both wanted to talk about it. But the largest thing happening to the parks next year. It's not even like really arguably is the opening of Galaxy's Edge in the summer at Disneyland and in the fall at Walt Disney World um, and just the possibilities there. They just released the capacities for mm-hmm. the Millennium Falcon ride. Get them through there. Get eighteen hundred through an hour. Wow! Wow! Yeah. wow. And uh, flight of passage. Uh, I found this by the way from Diz Unplugged podcast. So I'm Shout out. not just coming up with these uh, randomly, but uh, eighteen hundred people for. Uh, Getting through the Millennium Falcon ride, and then fourteen hundred uh, an hour is what Flight of Passage does. So if you think about like all the people that get through Flight of Passage, mm-hmm. they're really going to try to move these people through, mm-hmm. um, and just some really cool theming. Uh, the hotel's not going to be built yet this year, but that's going to be to come in uh, the Walt Disney World parks, where you're going to be able to check in, get some Jedi robes. Get into that character and then walk immediately into Galaxy's Edge, into the Black Spire in the parks. And uh, really cool stuff coming up with Walt Disney World and Disneyland in 2019. 
Big time. Big I hope, time. Uh, you know, and I, I mentioned it before we started recording, uh, Star Wars Celebration this year is in Chicago, and I have a ticket for the Friday of Star Wars Celebration, and I imagine, I'm guessing that they're going to have so much Galaxy's Edge stuff there, because that's going to be right before it opens in Disneyland, wow. and it'll be, you know, a few months before it opens in Walt Disney World, and it's really coming along out there. It's pretty oh, cool. it's gorgeous. To de- there's mm-hmm. new pictures all the time. That yeah, even- and check out, you know, we plugged them earlier, but uh, Tim Tracker, he does those construction updates every now and then. You can kind of see into Galaxy's Edge and see it all coming up. But I'm so excited about that, Brett. I am so excited, too. And, you know, I'll wait in those lines for the... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm hoping to have that as part of my uh, D23 Expo 2019 clink uh, experience. I plan on going out a couple of... Yes, uh uh-huh. And perhaps... uh, you know the crowds they're at they're estimating i mean you know Insane whether they were crowds. just well, yeah yeah like 10 hour waits or something like that oh wow to begin the opening weekend or so yeah oh my god so like you're only going to that you know who knows yeah but anyway um wait or not i'm excited for it um i'm a disney or i'm a star wars fan um and but i'm not an uber fan but yet i'm very excited about that the idea of flying um you know the Millennial Falcon. I mean, when you've seen like the 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 YouTube clips that they've shown, I mean, like going, you can go in there and it's it looks like you can just. Well, I'm an expert. I just press these buttons and then you off you go. You know, and it I don't changes think just the ride. Yes, each time you know, and I'm like going. You probably don't have to angst about that. Not that I you know panic about anyway that sort of thing. But I'm like going. I think you know just you just go in there and you press the buttons and it happens. You know, yeah. I think absolutely, it's absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anything else that the two of you want to mention before we wrap it all up? I think uh, the last thing to say about what we're excited about, and I think you'd all agree, is we're excited about what we don't know is coming, right? And what we, what Disney will announce between now and next December, uh, there's gonna, there's bound to be something, some acquisition or some new park or something, uh, especially with a D23 coming up that we don't know yet, and I bet we'll be talking about again uh, this upcoming next uh, December. But I Anna, really want to know about more about Mickey's Runaway Railway. I'm really hoping that that's that, what we'll that see opens in up pretty soon. I believe it's. They, did they say? Did they say 2019? Mm-hmm. I know that most of the Epcot stuff doesn't open up until 2021 mm-hmm. uh, for the 50th of Walt Disney World. But yeah, it'd yeah, be really I cool want to, to know see more that. about that. It's just yeah. really fun. I, I think it is because in my research of what I was going to pick, I believe that was one that was listed. So yeah, Look that'll that. be an, another yeah. really fun thing to look forward to. Yes, oh, there's always something. Hmm. Always something <laughs> fun. So. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the show and uh, continue to join uh, along with us on Facebook at the Beyond the Mouse Facebook page and continue to listen along. Give us some insight into the types of shows you want to see. Really, uh, we did our tips, trips, shows because you asked us to and uh, some of our listeners said it'd be really great to get some opinions on what is the best way to plan and go to Walt Disney World so maybe we'll have a brand new series coming up in the, over the summer months again or something like that uh, looking forward to it and thank you to everyone sitting around this table with me it's been so much fun to get to uh, co-host with you and to get to just talk Disney and, and do all of that with you we have such an exciting list of shows we've already dropped the Wreck-It Ralph 2 full disclosure done by Brett and Vanessa mm-hmm. so go check that out Brett and Vanessa hmm, someone was missing but it's, that was kind of sad now what's the what is there a story behind that just a little bit well I know life very life you know, very busy life is but, the yeah. story yeah. Um, we will soon and by the time this drops we're probably already fanboying out girling out um, on Mary Poppins uh, because all of us would have seen it yeah. by then. And you'll have a full disclosure coming on that. And then from there, we'll see where we go with the show and what new ideas we have to come up with. But just thank you so much for all of your continued support in 2018 and then also moving forward. So um, anybody else have any last final 
Happy holidays to everybody. We, we will promise you this for 2019. Craig, whether he likes it or not, will watch Pollyanna. Ah, yay! We, we will do an episode on Pollyanna. After seeing Wreck-It Ralph. I guarantee, you, <laughs> I guarantee you we will do an episode on Pollyanna. But happy holidays to everybody. It's been so great. Uh, such a great year, and you're a big part of that. So thank you so much. Uh, so for the front row and beyond the mouse, I am Craig. I'm Brett. I'm Vanessa. I'm Anna. And we'll see you real soon. In Happy, the holidays. Happy, Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yes. Bye. Bye.